Welcome to another episode of B2B Nation, the official technology advice podcast for sales and marketing professionals. I'm your host, Chris Kleinfelter, and I've recently had the opportunity to speak with Dominic Ambrosio, the managing consultant of marketing solutions at CEB. In the interview, Dominic had some great insights about commercial messaging, and and we discussed how a huge amount of marketing budget today is spent on content creation, with most of that content being thought leadership pieces. Uh, You know, he outlined how commercial insight is a catalyst for action, whereas thought leadership doesn't necessarily drive demand or leads. Thought leadership is often easier to create and serves a very meaningful purpose, whereas commercial insight also provides meaningful purpose just in a different way. It's tougher to execute on, but it does provide a much deeper understanding of the customer if it's done well. Dominic discussed creating customer profiles that are rooted in the customer's way of thinking, And really interesting here, one of the goals is to identify where the customer thinking is flawed or if there's opportunity to define what they're missing. You know, if you can do that, you can paint the vision of the future that provides this potential customer with a path that leads directly back to you rather than just trying to get them to want to buy something related to your product, but then they might go shopping around with your competitors too. So the goal of really commercial insight versus just insight is to create a path for them, an actionable path to bring them directly to you rather than to your competitors. So it was a fantastic interview. And without further ado, here's my interview with Dominic Ambrosio. Enjoy. Hi, Dominic. Welcome to the B2B Nation. Thanks for talking with me today. Hey, Chris. It's uh, nice to be chatting with you. Awesome. Well, hey, just to get us started here uh, and to introduce you to our listeners, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and about CEB? Sure. So my name is Dominic Ambrosio. I'm a product manager here with CEB. been with the firm about 12 years, last four to five years, primarily in the sales and marketing space, uh, working on new product development as well as product management. Uh, and most recently, I oversee uh, our marketing solutions product portfolio, uh, which we'll be talking about a little bit. Um, in terms of just where we sit within the organization, so I'm within what we call our sales and marketing solutions group, uh, which is the professional service arm of CEB that helps really deliver training and implementation and professional service support for our clients. Excellent. Well, I'm really excited to talk with you today and to discuss commercial messaging. Uh, So let's start with just having you in your own words describe commercial messaging. How would you define commercial messaging? It's a a loaded loaded term, I would say, uh, and one that uh, I think, you know, if we we talk to a lot of our clients, they're still struggling to wrap their head around uh, really where it all started from or sort of the, the active ingredient that we think about is the concept of commercial insight. Um, so that commercial insight, it, you know, is the spark. It's the catalyst for everything that's going to go into your customer-facing material, whether that's marketing or sales conversations or sales enablement material. And so we like to use the term commercial messaging because it is that broader definition. It's the bigger piece of not just that individual commercial insight, but everything that you have to do downstream to actually make sure that you as an organization get paid for coming up with that commercial insight. Okay, so that kind of brings me to another question in my head. Uh, when you mentioned sales enablement material, uh, consumer insight, 
and thought leadership. Uh, what's exactly the difference here between those two things? Yeah, so a lot of a lot of organizations, um, you know, a lot of stats. I think the most recent I saw was you know fifty five percent or so of marketing budgets are being spent on on content creation uh, or something north of that. And so a lot of organizations um, are spending significant amount of time and resources creating content. And if we look at the nature of most of that content, it, it ends up being thought leadership, right? So, and in an effort to make sure that you appear uh, very smart, leading edge within a given um, technical space or for your customers, you want to convey that, you know, hey, we're the, the leading thinker in this space with the rationale being that by being the leading thinker in that space, customers are more likely to buy with us, do business with us. Uh, and, and the difference when we think about, you know, thought leadership versus, you know, consumer insight or, or commercial insight is really there's no catalyst for action in thought leadership. So thought leadership is presenting something, and I, I like to think about more, you know, regardless of the type of content or the name of the content we're talking about, what does that content make the customer think? That's the more valuable litmus test in terms of what's going to be positive and helpful for an organization versus what's going to add to the clutter. And so if, if a customer comes up across a piece of thought leadership, they're very likely to say, oh, that's really interesting, or I didn't know that. I'd like to learn more about that. On the other hand, if they come across a piece of commercial insight, they're going to think, well, I didn't realize the impact of whatever it is that they're talking about. Or they're going to think, I need to do something different because I didn't recognize the harm or the cost impact or the risk that I was taking on because of what I just read or what I just learned. And so the key distinction there is that a commercial insight is really providing a catalyst for action rather than just setting up a um, better future state for a customer. And in today's buying environment, there's lots of potential better future states. Uh, customers are bombarded daily with lots of information and lots of alternatives to what they could be doing. And we've done a lot of research at CV that really underscores just how much buyers are, you know, locked down into the status quo and just the ability for them to take action, the ability for them to make a decision is really what a lot of sellers and marketing organizations are up against. And so if you're just out there presenting another alternative, you're not going to win. You have to cause the customer um, to think differently and cause them to take action, hopefully leading back. You know, to that's you. interesting that you said that because, I, you know, when I got into marketing, gosh, seven or eight years ago now, it was just a few CRMs on the market, and now there's something like 500. Uh, so that just strikes me as uh, the way that you framed that, that um, there's a lot of uh, more competition, and there's a lot more content out there. So so a question that pops into my head here is uh, I've seen a lot of thought leadership uh, content out there, but it seems like that's sort of monopolizing some of the content market now. Um, is that what you've seen as well, that thought leadership is is kind of the, the main goal for a lot of organizations now? And, and if that's the case, um, just to help our sales and marketers who are listening, do you have other suggestions for types of content that might work to, that you know, that is actionable to help uh, prospects move forward with them? Yeah, and I, and I don't want to you know, thought leadership in and of itself, that, that type of content is not necessarily bad. And there's certainly um, parts of the pipeline or part of the, 
the purchase journey that a customer may be going through, where that that type of content is is very appropriate and helpful, and it helps the customer learn about something. Um, but I think the disconnect becomes where marketing organizations are putting out thought leadership, thinking that that's going to drive demand generation or that's going to drive leads. Um, and so it's separating that. And so I do think there's there's probably a fair amount of thought leadership out there. And I think one of the main reasons is because it's, to some degree, easier uh, to do thought leadership. Um, the level of, of customer understanding that you have to get to to develop a commercial insight or create an entire content um, architecture around commercial messaging where you have different pieces of marketing content that match up to what your sellers are going to be saying when someone actually engages them directly, that's a, a, a complicated choreography and something that's hard to do. And so I think more and more as uh, marketers and uh, market insight executives start to look at how do we shift from thought leadership to commercial insight, one of the key barriers for most organizations is how well they understand their customer. And this is the, the common mistake that we see is it's not how well do we understand what the customer thinks about us as a supplier, but how well do we really understand our customer's point of view, how they think, what they care about, absent of us as a supplier. Because until you can really solve for what does that you know, CFO, what does that CTO, whoever your primary customers are, until you can understand what their mental model is, until you can understand what their point of view is without you coming into the picture as a supplier, you're never really going to be able to uncover what are they potentially missing in their world. What are they doing differently that's causing them cost or risk that they need to change? And so, you know, a commercial insight is based on that, uncovering something that your customer doesn't recognize about their business. And so if you're coming in with the lens of a supplier, you're always going to miss that because you're always starting to lead them back to you too early. So where does the rubber meet the road in that case? Because that certainly sounds like a huge challenge. Uh, and I think a lot of organizations would love to uh, consider that or, or push in that direction. So, so how do you create commercial insight for a business? Well, that's a, that's a mystery. We can't share that on the on the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, it's 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 definitely a mix of art and science. I would say, uh, in terms of creating a commercial insight. So I'd actually separate out the two things. There's the creation of a commercial insight, and and I use that term creation very purposely because you're not going out. You know, and marketers, sellers, you know, shouldn't be going out just you know, looking for a commercial insight. It's not just going to appear out of thin air. Um, there's critical factors that go into uh, how you create that commercial insight. And I, I like to compare it to, I spent a fair amount of time with our new product development group, and we always joked about the misconception um, of innovation sessions, right? Everybody was the big buzzword two, three years ago. Uh, everybody was doing innovation sessions where, you know, folks were going to sit down in a meeting or set up an hour and just innovate. And, and we always kind of joke because you can't just sit down and force yourself to come up with new ideas. Right? It doesn't, you're not just going to have a, a bolt of lightning idea out of nowhere, but there are certain exercises. There are certain processes that you can go through that are going to force you to think of newer or different ideas. Um, so lateral thinking would be one if you're thinking about new product creation. Um, and a similar thing is that as, a, as at work here, you have to 
apply a process, and that's what CEB does, we apply a, apply a very strict and sort of linear process of thinking that is more likely to help organizations in, in partnership with us develop and create a commercial insight. So some of the key aspects of that are going to be, you know, and I alluded to this before, but deep customer understanding. So creating customer profiles that are rooted in the mind of your customer, how they think, what their goals are, what their current beliefs are, you know, starting from that framework. Where is their thinking flawed? What can we point out in a much more gentle way to say, you're wrong about this. Your thinking needs to change. And then lastly, starting to turn the lens inward a little bit to, again, paint the vision of the future. So once we've said and catalyzed you need to do something different, provide them with the path, sort of open the door that we want them to walk through. And ideally, if, if it's a commercial insight, what you've sort of undercut in their thinking and the path forward leads directly back to you. Um, and that's the difference between commercial insight versus just insight. Insight will do, you know, it will undercut their thinking, it will cause action, but it will cause them to go out to bid and you may be in a price war. Mm -hmm. Or uh, as one of my colleagues says, it, it will lead your customer to the desert. Um, you'll tell them they have to do something differently, but you haven't actually given them a solution to help them address that issue. So as more companies then attempt to adopt this way of thinking to really bring the path back to their own companies through commercial messaging, how do you see commercial messaging evolving as more companies adopt it? How will it evolve? Yeah, so, so right now, one of the struggles that I think a lot of our our clients and, and we struggle is, is it's, it's an evolving and growing space is really around where does this fit? So that's the first question. So a lot of our time, I'd say early on, you know, we spent working with, with sales groups, sales leaders, sales enablement uh, in terms of, you know, they were frontline. They were facing the, you know, missed goal targets. They needed a different way to engage customers. Uh, and they were sort of tip of the spear, if you will. And so we worked with them and very quickly, you know, from a sustainability perspective, if I'm a sales manager, if I'm in sales, I have a number, hopefully. <laughs> That's my job. Uh, and so I can't take a lot of time um, to really think about or go offline, not conduct customer meetings to come up with some of these commercial insights, to understand my customer better. And so more and more, we saw marketing coming into the fold. So one of the key challenges that we're seeing with a lot of the organizations we're working with today is the fact that marketing really needs to own the sustained and ongoing creation of commercial insight. Um, this is an opportunity for marketing to really up the game and up the contribution that they have for the organization, but it's also a transformation for the marketing function. It requires, as we talked about earlier on, uh, a complete change almost in terms of, you know, 55% or so, 60% of that content marketing focus being on thought leadership to actually switching to different types of activities. This, this requires different types of roles, different skills, and it's an opportunity for marketing to really play at an equal level, if you will, with sales and include sales in the process, but it's also something that is hard. And so to date, you know, we've seen a handful of organizations that have really taken on the the notion of commercial messaging and the transformation that needs to happen. And that's caused a complete trickle down, a complete cascade of how they approach their marketing function. 
Um, they are very conscious about what activities are we going to stop doing within given roles to create the bandwidth and the space to do some of these other commercial insight, commercial messaging activities that they recognize are critical for them to deliver both marketing assets as well as uh, fodder for their sales teams, whether it's collateral um, or pitch decks or scripts for their sellers to actually teach their customers something new about their business. That is fascinating. It's neat to see, too, how um, (laughs) these sort of efforts can get sales and marketing to have even more alignment if it's done really well, uh, which is a very popular topic. Uh, I do want to switch gears a little bit here and talk about the CEB Sales and Marketing Summit coming up. Uh, What sessions are you looking forward to at this year's summit? Well, I'll mention it, but I, I won't spend time on it. So I'm doing one session, and that's going to be the one I'm <laughs> awesome. looking forward to right now. Um, and, and we are going to be talking about um, de- developing commercial messaging for impact. And so a lot of what we've talked about today, you know, there's sort of hurdle number one uh, where a lot of organizations are today, which is how do I create commercial insight? Hurdle number two is what do I do with it? And that's a much bigger question, and that's where we sort of go around commercial messaging. The other um, session that I'm really looking forward to uh, is Wednesday afternoon, and it sort of extends the theme of what we've talked about in this podcast. Uh, It's entitled Disrupting Customers Thinking at Hilton. Uh, So obviously it's going to be a a profile of Hilton, uh, and it takes so much of what we've talked about today, you know, creating the commercial insight, translating that into really an ecosystem of content across both sales and marketing, so any customer touch points. And it really falls into, you know, a great example of what good looks like when mm-hmm. when someone gets this right. And so we've done a lot of work with Hilton. They're going to be there to share the story. And I'm really excited because a lot of the stuff we're talking about, you know, commercial insight, messaging, you get it when you see it, but it's very hard to try to explain it. And so this is a great example where people are going to be able to see, you know, from soup to nuts, exactly what Hilton went through and what that transformation was over a six to eight month period and what that campaign actually looks like today. And, you know, almost everybody that's going to be at the summit is going to be traveling. So we can all appreciate you know, the messages we get from a, a hotel chain. And so that will, that will resonate. Um, and also for me, you know, the session's going to be kind of like a good book or a good movie. You know, I, I know the ending. I've seen the assets. I've seen what they went through. But to hear the person, you know, at Hilton, Brian, actually talk about what it meant for the business, it really brings the concepts to life. And it also underscores some of the struggles and challenges that they went to went through. Because, again, we're not saying this is easy. Um, so that, that session's Wednesday afternoon, and that's what I'm really looking forward to. That sounds like a great session. And just a note to our listeners, if you're going to the CEB Sales and Marketing Summit, please go see Dominic's session. It certainly sounds like he's going to have a lot of great things to share. And uh, man, to you, Dominic, this has been a great look into commercial messaging today. I really appreciate being appreciate you being on the show with us. My pleasure, and look forward to seeing most folks hopefully at the summit, or if not, uh, we'll definitely be sharing the content after the summit as well. So, uh, Dominic, real quick, just how can everyone, uh, all our listeners, find you and CEB out on the web? Yeah, so if you just uh, search CEB, uh, we've also, I'll, I'll highlight, we recently, uh, for our group, uh, bigger deal maybe for me, but we are now formally uh, sales and marketing solutions, um, so equal weight 
uh, both on the marketing as well as the sales space. So if you just look online for CB Sales and Marketing Solutions, um, there's a landing page where you can find both a lot of the research as well as some of the examples of the work that we've done with organizations. And I'm also on LinkedIn, so feel free to look me up on LinkedIn, Dominic Ambrosio. Great. Well, thanks again, Dominic, for joining me today. And thanks to our listeners, as always, for following along. This episode was recorded at the Technology Advice Podcast Studio in Nashville, Tennessee. To listen to more episodes of B2B Nation, check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes. And to learn more about the show, you can find us on Twitter at technology underscore ADV or online at technologyadvice.com. Thanks for listening.